You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day, so it's time for the opening. This morning, I'm speaking to Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth in the Western Cape, and that's Skulk Lowe. What a session on Wall Street last night. We were talking at around about 5, 5.15 last night for the 5 o'clock shadow skull, yeah. and the S&P had actually gone down a few points, and I thought, well, hello, it looks a little bit exhausted, but goodness me, I nodded off and I woke up and the thing was up, the Dow was up over 2%. What happened? So uh, for the listeners out there, you, know, you, you usually listen to our podcast and, and, and Lindsay and myself having this chat on the market as it currently stands. But what you don't hear is our you know, pre- or, or post-interviews post after these interviews. And for, for those who don't know, on a regular basis, pretty much now for the past two to three weeks, need to talk Lindsay down. I mean, when I talk about talk him down, I'm, I'm not talking you know, over a ledge. I'm, I need to talk him down because every time he says, Skulk, you know what? We need to short this market. This market's going nowhere. You've got down. Are you down, selling? Down. Are you, you, well, first of all, you are talking accent. me down, number one. And secondly, you're giving away our secrets. But I'll let it go this time. Carry on, please. <laughs> you, let, you let it slide. So yeah. that was unbelievable. I mean, we were sitting here yesterday afternoon and, and after the chat, we had discussion. That, and I totally agree with you. You know, we saw a, a S&P 500 down that was marginally down. Now, we were talking about defending the 3,000 you know, levels. You know, at that stage, I think the, it was trading to 2,980. And it, and it looked pretty bleak. You know, and what a turnaround. I mean, that was Amazing. Just, you know, some crazy turnaround. Closing the day at 3,036, up 1.5%. So, yeah, I, I must say, I'm getting increasingly worried. But, but you know, every time we, we have this chat, Lindsay, we, yes. you know, I'm getting increasingly worried. And... It just shows you again. Just don't don't fight the Fed. Don't fight or don't jump in front of a you know moving train. And this train is moving mighty fast. Yes. Not from the Hang Seng point of view. China China is struggling because I had a look this morning at at, at, at China. You know, for, for those you know, for, for many weeks we've been saying yeah, China has been resilient. They went through the whole COVID nineteen thing a lot quicker. They started earlier, but they 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 they, they flattened the curve. They opened up and looked a lot better. You know, over the past, let's call it three, four days, we were talking about um, the, the the tension between U.S., China, now starting to escalate again. Trade wars now becoming a theme again. And just for, for interest, like I, I had a look this morning, and remember, you know, end of March, so to speak, was the worst levels that we've seen pretty much in world markets. I, I know it was two or three days before. I think you were mentioning the twenty third of March, but. Just so that you know, the Hang Seng, as it currently stands, uh, you know, yes. firstly, it's down 19.3% year-to-date. Okay. But more, more importantly, it is now trading again below the levels that it was trading end of March. And remember, all other markets, South Africa included, had a huge recovery since, since, since the end of March. China definitely, definitely being, being under pressure. And, and that's one of the main reasons why we're seeing the likes of, of, of Tencent, you know, giving back a lot of the, 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 the sort of positive movements it had um, recently. We're looking at process this morning, again, down half percent in a market that is, that is positive. So, yeah, I think China China is struggling a little bit, and let's hope that doesn't overflow to other emerging markets, more specifically to South Africa, because I am a little bit worried. 
we don't need another trade war. We don't need another repeat of, of 2019. We need to just do... Just there, is a, there is a full-blown... Uh, I don't care what anyone says. There's a full-blown Cold War going on between China and the United States. I mean, there was a, at one stage, Donald Trump invited President Xi to his golf estate at Mar-a-Lago. And they exchanged pleasantries and they talked enthusiastically about this beautiful chocolate cake that someone had made. And it was all it was all very chummy. And it was in March that I think it was in March or maybe late February where Pro President Trump praised China on how they were handling the COVID-19 or coronavirus, as it was known then. Um, and now they don't even speak. I mean, Mr. Trump himself even yeah. admitted that they don't talk anymore. This is a very dangerous situation to me economically. Yeah, I think that is the most dangerous, um, you know, worry, you know, to me. I, and I think we, we sort of got the handle on COVID-19 now. Not that it's not escalating, because we, we will chat about that in, in two minutes' time again as well. But mm. we, 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 we sort of got the handle now on that. And, yeah, I, I, would, I would be really worried about this, 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 this let's call it, war between Trump and, and the, you know, escalating even further. Um, because that that could put some 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 pressure. Because we're already sitting with a market that is heavily strained from an economic point of view globally, um, and and I think we don't, we don't need any any further tensions in that regard. Because that could maybe just be the the, the, the handbrake that we were talking about, Lindsay, from that from maybe the recovery was 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 you know justified in terms of the stimulus. But, you know, maybe maybe we should just be careful going along at that kind of levels. I remember seeing, uh, talking about Hong Kong and the Hang Seng and the China story. I was, uh, I think it was a tweet about two or three weeks ago and said, how many fund managers are feeling stupid now because they don't have a full weighting in a process or, or NASPERS? And um, you know, I just look at it now and I think to myself, well, the ones that don't have a full quota are, are feeling a little bit better about themselves because, I mean, it's a very good friend when, it's, when things are going up, but it's a devilishly bad em enemy when it goes down, when you've got this huge weighting and you're up to your full weighting that you're allowed. So it's very, very difficult to play. And I, I, I never sympathise with fund managers because they're much richer than I am. But um, on, the other, on the other hand, I've, I fear for their investors. Yeah, it's, it's a valid point, and, and we've mentioned this, and I'm, I'm going to mention it again for those listeners that did not get it last time around. What, what Lindsay is alluding to is, is the fact that when, when we look at the three major um, benchmarks, and, and, and I'll, I'll touch on the fourth one a little bit later, but when you look at the three major benchmarks in South Africa, you firstly get what we all know is the JSE, and that's, that is the, the JSE all share, yes. um, and basically the, the large caps, 167 shares currently or counters within that, that index, and, and just if you take process and you take NASPAS combined, mm. that weight in, in, in the JSE all share currently is 24% or more specifically 25%. Okay. Then we also know the what we call the, the top 40 index. That's very easy. It's the 40 biggest companies in South Africa according to free float. When you take the combined holding of, of NASPAS and, and process, that's again 28, 28.2%. So nearly 30%. And it's only basically one share. It's basically NASPAS. And then the third one is the, the, you know, the well-known one within the, the asset management industry. Most general equity fund managers use this, the benchmark. That is where they cap any specific share to 10% of its weight. So, so for instance, when, when NASPAS has gone beyond 10%, they will cap at only 10% and make the remaining weights adjusted accordingly. Now, within the JSE capped SWIX index, 
the NAS combined holding of NAS Plus and Process is still 18.3%. So, so you're looking close to 20% or close to a fifth of your market is, is, is basically in one share. So just to get back to your original point of view, Lindsay, I mean, when, when, when it goes well, and it did, I mean, let's not beat around the bush. I made the comment three weeks ago, two weeks ago, saying, you know, I feel sorry for, you know, fund managers that had no mass. Oh, it was you that sent the tweets. <laughs> okay, yeah. No, no. I did. I go. did. Typical. And, and, and if you had the reaction, had definitely had the reaction that, that, that I originally thought it was going to have. But, but I mean, the, the, the matter of the fact was, you know, it's a very dangerous thing to firstly um, not be in a company that big within your benchmark or look at your market. Because if you get it right, your market tend to not focus on how right you got, but when you get it wrong, that is where you mostly get 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 punished. So, okay. I, uh, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna gonna focus on is Nasdaq good, Nasdaq bad. In this sense, I I am worried from the risk point of view. And if for those fund managers that do have NASPAS as an at-weight position, because in my view, if you've got an at-weight position, which is basically a quarter of your fund in one share, yes. you know, I, I, I sort of you know, question you know, the, 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 it's called the risk behind it, or more specifically, you know, the justi- justification of, of... So if you're yeah. an active manager, then you can't justify having your full weighting of 25% or 20%, no. whichever, whichever way you manage it. But as a passive manager, you have to, because that yes. is what the index dictates. Correct. Correct. And, and, and that I'm happy with. So, but you know, from, a, from an active manager, I, I do question you know, having an at weight or even overweight, because some, some fund managers do have an overweight. Yeah. So, so I think uh, now we are seeing it, and, and it's just normality. They call it reversion back to the mean for, for good reason, and, and we're seeing that, that reversion now. You know? and, and big question again, we started off this conversation. Views on the U.S. market currently, it's done a lot. We're looking at a market that has run extremely well, beyond. We'd be, we'd be sitting at 3,036 points. How quick that went is just unbelievable. I would be extremely um, hesitant to, 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 to take an overweight position currently in the U.S. market. In fact, I would, I would you know, caution against it. Okay, Scalp, I'm going to give you the spot prices now. And while I'm doing that, could you just sort of work out what the noise is that's uh, – it's like a mouse is uh, nibbling away at your cable or something like that. So while I – and that's the last <laughs> thing we impossible. want. Not <laughs> impossible. Me, me, me and the mouse has been mates for two months here. So. <laughs> so anyway, let's have a look at the spot prices. The Rand is doing rather well. Oh, it's 17.38 against the US dollar. It's 21.34 against the British pound. And the Euro Rand is 19.14. The Euro dollar is an interesting one because that's gone through, gone through one two. I don't know why I get excited about this. It's been between 108 and 110 since the Napoleonic Wars, as far as I can understand. But anyway, it's 110.10 at the moment, which is a stronger euro, a weaker dollar. What's that done to the gold price? Well, it's um, vaulted it up, $11 an ounce to 17.20. The platinum price is 8.35, up just a dollar or so. And the palladium price, Skulk, is what? Platinum price currently is uh, $1,965. That's up uh, in a quarter of 1.7% for today. Very good performance. Well done there. Mm. The Dow Jones last night up 2.2%. Actually, I've just lost a bet. Oh, gosh. It was 20,500, and I bet it would be 15,500 before 25,500. Yes, another tombstone in my betting graveyard. 
25,000. <laughs> you should have spoken to me before taking the bet. I, I might have just talked you down, you know, from that one as well. But yeah, anyway, let's, let's talk about the crude world because that that'll that be. Getting, I'll, getting I'll, I'll get there in a second. 25,548 was the close on the Dow Jones, up 2.2 percent. The S&P was up one and a half percent, and suddenly the Nasdaq is an underperformer in the last two or three days. It was only up three quarters of a percent to 9,412 this morning in the Far East. Tokyo up 2.3 percent. Yeah, all sorts of stimulus packages being spoken about and vaccines and stuff. Shanghai up a third of a percent. Hong Kong down half a percent at the moment. That really is going nowhere but down. And you spoke about that earlier on. And in Australia, the all share in Sydney up one and a quarter percent. And the oil price is down 3.4 percent. That's West, West Texas down a dollar eleven to 31.70. Brent crude oil is down two and a half percent or 88 cents a barrel to 33.86. You wanted to talk about that. No, no, no. I, I just uh, telling it. Even a broken clock is right twice a day because you did call that 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 down as well. Unfortunately, much lower levels. But yeah, I think uh, I called it down when it was twenty five. It's now thirty <laughs> percent higher than that. <laughs> Rather late than never. Just get back to your Nasdaq you know, point point of view. You know the lagging. The the the, 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 the um, main reason for for that let's call it lag yesterday or big underperformance was uh, the the Trump tweet. <laughs> it mm. was the Trump tweet. Um, aimed at, at social media, more specifically uh, Twitter, yes. and he, he basically uh, warned them or cautioned them that they he will close them down. Get your act together. And uh, yeah, the, right, the, he's going to close them down. It's yeah. his main it's his main vehicle for communication. It's cutting his nose off to spite yeah, his I face. I mean, it's so stupid. There's nothing going to happen there. This is meat and drink to him. What would what would Trump do? A day without Twitter, and I, I, I think there's always this 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 graph, and I, I need to find it again. I don't have an idea, but where you look at the average daily tweets, you know, from Trump, and it's just crazy. But just you know, the after effect of his of his tweet yesterday, naturally, Twitter were down three percent yesterday, yeah. and 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 Facebook is one point three percent. So we can laugh it off as, as much as we want. You know, clearly the investors did not find it funny, and and uh, they they you know. They threw caution to the wind yesterday and, and sold some some Twitter and Aspas, uh, some some Facebooks. So yeah, I mean, laughable yet um, uh, ex- extremely interesting to see the movement. It's not going to happen, but anyway, yeah. as you say, he, he can't he can't live without it. He's he's addicted, as many of us are. Capitech, a PSG unbundling of uh, interest in, in Capitech, that came out last night and we spoke about it. But the yeah. SENS announcement is at 7.05 this morning. Can you tell me more? The share price down, Capitech share price, that is down 1.7%. Any, any light on that one? Yeah, I, I wouldn't read too much on, you know, you know when we look at, you know, down, it's, it's now, actually, well, there we go. Now, now it's square for the day, no, no downward movement. So mm. I wouldn't read too much in that. Um, you know, if anything, we could maybe say that they might be very similar to what we've seen on, on um, you know, the unbundling of first rank, you know, through RMB, that there might be an overhang of, of first franchise, because remember, the, the RMB, First um, rounds are going to be unbundled, but also the RMB is going to be unbundled out of Rimgrove. Yes. So you'll have this general overhang of first round shares, and I think the only reason there where there might be some 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 going to call it negative uh, share price pressure on on Capitec through the whole uh, PSG that people might say, well, there there might be a bit of an overhang on on, on Capitec shares. I wouldn't read too much in it. I think uh, in general this company has, has done 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 well over the years and. Um, 
yeah, it's it's not not not. I would wouldn't say that it's that that big of a problem. Okay, Old Mutual came out with a voluntary trading update this morning, and we saw the share price yesterday, along with a couple of other insurers as well, up over six percent. I think it was, and you said last night that was because of the coronation fund managers' their numbers, which were good, and so mm. people in the same sort of industry also benefited. But this morning they came out with an update, which is which is strange in many ways because it says here. And you can you know the business better than I do. It says many of our tied advisors have been unable to sell during the lockdown period due to partial closure of the branch network and lack of access to customers' homes, work sites, and branches. I don't know. Is there Wi-Fi in, in some of these? Is, there's no Wi-Fi in some parts of the country. What's going on there? You, you need to look at you know certain certain services were essential and certain you know financial services weren't weren't essential uh, and I think they're alluding to that let's call it more non non and and also you know you need to say that some of these products still need a a, a physical you know artists still need a physical signature from the client still need that physical face oh, to face okay. I, think, I think that is that is what what they're alluding to but I, I think you know more importantly when you when you dig through those through those figures. Um, yes, naturally, it's not good. We keep on keep on getting back to that 31st of March, you know, date because this is where um, the 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 call it the uh, the sense announcement. It was for the period up to 31st of March 2020. That's where the trading statement. Um, what I liked about it was the, the fact when you look at the solvency. Because remember, we've, we've we've talked a lot about you know. These companies, South African companies, in this, in this case, it's an it's insurance company. Are they strong? Are their balance sheets strong enough yes. to to withstand the 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 the, the, the problems of, of COVID nineteen you know, going forward? Withstanding a, a further lockdown, and uh, I think last week we saw momentum came out with their results. Yes, their solvency came down from about two hundred twenty or two point two times to. Twice, and it's still well within the, the target range. So that is very good. What was good is, is old mutual. Mutuals also came down. We came down from 211%, but that was only the score from financial year in 216% solvency. So uh, that is very, very strong. Remember, they need to be within the target range of the score of 175% to 210%. Um, and that's where they, the target range should be. So uh, Old Mutual is still well beyond that target trade, so solvency is looking good. Yes, the EPS were down 20%, but remember the, the, the period that we've been in, you know, a, a horrible investment investment period, but also, you know, the time of the, you know, t- for the trading statement to end, which is 31st of March, not a good time. But market liked it. Um, originally, it did open up negative. Um, so, so I think it was down at one stage 1%. Uh, currently, it's up a half percent and, and still moving upwards. So I think the market market um, like the fact that their balance sheet is looking looking fairly fairly resilient. Yes, it really does have a good balance sheet. Uh, there's just one other mm. thing I want to highlight just before we go on. It says following the severe market downturn in March of this year. The monthly investment returns earned on our absolute growth portfolios, our flagship smooth bonus portfolios, fell to negative levels in excess of minus 15%. We exercised our right of discretion to declare a less severe negative bonus of minus 5% to protect benefit payments to customers. This is the first time in the history of this product that a negative bonus has been declared, and we remain confident that the bonus bonus customers is being managed to etc etc but anyway first time in history that was the phrase that really that really hit me hard so we, we don't quite realize what march was like it was horrible it, it, it was horrible um you remember they they, they can 
you know, uh, uh, let's call it in, um, uh, insert capital into these funds. It yes. goes from a, from a, to to actually to 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 make this smooth bonus. Because remember, you know, over time this will attract more capital, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We've seen this last year. We've seen these smooth smooth bonus funds do extremely well. Um, in the past, let's call it 2018, 2019, horrible years in, mm. in, in, the, in, the, in the local market. I think to some extent, they hope that this, you know, 2020 would be a much better year and then they can, you know, do more, more, let's call it um, uh, assistance of, of these funds. That hasn't happened. In actual fact, we've seen a, a crash in the market. So, yeah, I, I would say... Um, yeah, no, not 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 the best time to be invested. But again, I wouldn't wouldn't be too harsh on on these funds. These funds has done very very well in two thousand eighteen, two thousand nineteen. Okay, very good. Um, let's have a look at a couple of headlines this morning. The only one that really stands out for me, and which I think is laughable, is SAA rescuers and states discuss a new airline. Okay, uh, so let's sell some of the old aircraft uh, to who? Nobody wants aircraft at the moment because there is such an excess of supply, and they certainly don't want old ones. And what are they going to do to a new airline? Well, they're just going to paint the tails a different color or something and call it something else i don't know mm. it just it seems to me that they should sell off a chunk to someone who can run it properly but that's um that's the only headline that really grabs me this morning the top five major movers on the upside as i refresh my screen skull are as follows and you can uh, add your own little list as well it's Altal up 12 and three quarters percent hammerson up five and three quarters drd gold up 5.4 implants up nearly four percent northern up 3.4 percent anything on the upside that you're seeing no, no, I, I wouldn't say this. I mean, the market in general is, is looking looking much better this morning. Mm. Um, Impala Platinum, the Platinum, we, we talked about the, the, the Palladium and Platinum price this morning. That's, that's a lot stronger. We're looking at Impala Platinum is up 5% this morning. So that is looking looking very good this morning. And I've been enjoying the, the better commodity environment. Excellent. On the downside, Equitas down nearly 10%, RCL Foods down four and two thirds, Netcare down two and a half percent after their results uh, yesterday, Redefine down 2.4% and Naspers down 2.1%. That's about it, really. What are the JSE indices doing after 45 minutes of trading, please? So, uh, as we currently speak, we, we, we're sitting with an all share that's trading at 50,745. That's up a half a percent for today. Mm. Resource index, naturally, with a better resource prices, that is up 1.84%. And uh, yeah, there goes my screen. <laughs> Okay. It's uh, just 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 as a matter of interest. Um, you, you were talking about um, you were talking about uh, the the Nasdaq now now down actually one percent three percent for today. So mm. I wonder why, why the discontent because we we, we see Nasdaq that is that is down um, you know, that is down two point seven percent currently and and process only down a quarter of a percent. So That's strange. Yeah, but anyway. To get back, um, so, so as I spoke, resources um, resources that's up one point nine percent. You're looking at your industrial index, mostly driven by by, by NASPERS, that is down zero point six four percent, and the financial index very strong day one point four percent in the positive. Excellent. The next time we speak, Skelk, you will have been able to proudly go to your bottle store and a queue with the rest of the people and buy whatever you like for a short period of time. And I'm sure you're very excited about that. If you haven't already booked an online delivery from wine farms <laughs> and also your tops at spa or something like that. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be, be, what's that thing about the chickens and hatch and, and, and those kind of things? Don't count the chickens before they 
Yeah, that's 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 a big worry because I, I must admit I, I run on 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 my you know social media my Twitter you know at Squawk Squawk I run a I run a daily um, data on on COVID nineteen cases within South Africa and more specifically a breakup on the provinces. Yes, and and I must admit this is um, I don't know if it's got something to do with the, the fact that because you know in South Africa it's been been fairly cold this past let's call it a week we can definitely feel that winter is back. Cape Town has is, is, is got this typical Cape Town weather, and, and when you look at the north, north is also getting that nip in the, in the, in the air in the morning. Mm. We've, we've, we've seen that, that our you know, new cases, for instance, yesterday in South Africa was just shy of 1,700. In, in, in Cape Town, for the first time ever, we've gone beyond, you know, beyond the, the 1,000 new cases within the Western Cape alone. So, you know, I wouldn't focus too much because a lot of people would tell me that, remember, you know, some of these figures are a little bit delayed. We, we most probably seeing, you know, the, the, the actual figures of, of three, maybe even seven days ago. To me, it, it's, it's more about the, the average daily daily new cases that, that I'm focusing on to, to see what that graph look at. And we saw a huge spike yesterday, a, a huge mm. spike in the, in, the, in the average, you know, s, you know seven daily um, increases of new cases. That is not good. So, so, so I would definitely, you know, for those people that, that, that need to go to the bottle store, um, I would definitely encourage them to do so quick because I, I must admit this, this, this figures is not good. I think also the mortality rate is, 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 is a little bit worrying. So mortality rate, um, remained round about this call it between 1.8 and, and 1.9 percent. You know, for most of this this lockdown period, mm. we've likely seen that that's gone beyond the two percent and now you know uh, at 2.13 percent. So I'm, I'm a little bit worried about the figures because the figures are escalating a little bit quicker over the this call it the past five days. And um, mm. let's let's hope that, that that level three does not change that you know a lot quicker. Let's hope not, Scott. Thanks so much for your analysis this morning. That was Scott Clue, Portfolio Manager at PSG Wealth in Cape Town, and that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organisation, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.